Claire Fomer with us again. Now, Claire, as you know, has Aussie Girls and we've spoken to Claire before. But what we're going to talk to Claire about today is Invisible Injuries, which is Andy, her husband's charity. So we want to have a chat about um, Invisible Injuries, but we also just want to have a chat about you traveling and some things that you've been getting up to. Um, I've seen like I'm going to call it way too much on Facebook. Um, I have some things that you've posted. So I definitely want to talk about that. <laughs> um, but can you just like give us a little bit of a rundown? Um, and as I said, I know that our, um, our audience knows you from Aussie Pearls and they know that you're traveling in Australia, but you know, what is Invisible Injuries doing? Like, what's Andy doing and what are you doing? Yeah, so Invisible Injuries was born in 2018. So Andy and I lost everything. We lost our home and we were in a really dark place at that at that time. And we all we had left was sort of a tent and we went camping um, to try to decide what we wanted to do. Andy was in the army, a commando in the army for 10 years. And he was medically discharged after his last tour in Afghanistan where he was blown up in a roadside bomb. Sounds very dramatic, sorry. <laughs> Just throw it out. Uh, <laughs> so we decided to create Invisible Injuries, which we wanted to be, if anyone needed to reach out, if any veteran first respondee or their immediate support that's experiencing PTSD needed to reach out or find a place to get help, um, they could come to us and find that place, whether we're right for them or whether we find that support for them. It's about creating a, a safe place and creating a resource. So our, our whole end goal is that we have the uh, Australia's largest online resource for anyone in Australia can go on and find the exact help they need. And be that mental support or uh, monetary support or even just holistic, you know, or being able to find a group that you can go run with if that's what's going to help you mentally or swim with or whatever it is that floats your boat. So we packed up our bongos, we sold everything and we hopped in a caravan to travel Australia. And the reason we did that is we could easily sit behind our computer and connect with all these resources around Australia. But for us, we're really personable people. And we thought, let's get on the road and actually meet these places, meet these groups, meet meet the people we're suggesting. Um, because how do we know that they're legit, that it's right, that they're a really actually good support for veterans and first respondees? So that's what we're doing. We're traveling Australia with our caravan and the kids and connecting with all these resources that are out there for veterans and first respondees that need help. Yeah. Cool. Now, before we get too much into the fun stuff, which we're about to talk about, I think there's a lot of people out there that don't realise your background. You know, you're always so fun and bubbly and happy. And yeah, you know, that you and Andrea have actually been through that traumatic experience yourself. And now you're mm. helping others with invisible injuries. And it's not just veterans, as you said, you know, it's first responders. So whether it be, you know, police or ambulance or, you know, nurses and anything like that, you know, all of these people experience trauma and PTSD as a result of the work that they do. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and another, that, another big thing uh, is the partners and the support of those people experiencing PTSD. One of my big roles is to be there for the partners and for the kids because there's a flow on effect and a lot of the time the kids and the partners that are there they're having to put so much work in up oh, chainsaw <laughs> they're, having <to> put so much, <laughs> they're having to put so much um time and energy and it's hard um being with a partner with ptsd um 
and and but you you make that commitment and you decide whether you want to be so there needs to be support for the support as well so that's a big thing that I'm passionate about is providing that support to the support <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you for doing what you do 100% thank you oh <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> <Thank you. laughs> You had to see them the other day. I did to see the other day. And then I heard all these cool stories. And uh, yeah, one in particular, there's one in particular, you know what it is, that I want you to tell us about this experience that you had on a farm. So I'll let you tell the whole story. But Oh, I love this story. Oh, yes, this story. <laughs> I didn't even know about it until I thought You told me the day, I'm like, what? Oh, I missed this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we so we were called we were called to help we were called to help uh, a, a single mother on a farm who was just really struggling um, with her uh, mental health and trying to get on top of things. She has this large cattle farm. She's brilliant at what she does. Um, she knows everything about cows, but um, you know, with an eighteen-month-old uh, baby or almost toddler because he's walking now, she just couldn't get on top of things. So we spent two weeks out on this farm helping out and um, ripped out all this lantana, which is poisonous for cows, ripped up my arms, um, built I fences. I saw the bruises and the, right? and the marks. I actually built fences. Like, I'm a fence builder. <laughs> it was so cool. And do you I was like, I can build whatever you want. Um, <laughs> but... But, but the best experience was uh, her dad came out to the farm to preg test some cows, right? And I was like, can I please preg test a cow? So if, you, if you've if you never heard of preg testing a cow, the only... Huh? Yeah. First mistake. <laughs> First mistake. <laughs> the only way to do it is to put on a big glove and get your hand up the cow's bum. So I'm only really short and I have really... I have really short arms. So to get up that cow's bum to feel the baby, I'm like pretty much just like up here. <laughs> but it was the coolest thing. So you have to kind of ignore the pulsating on your arm because it's, it's kind of gross. But you kind of ignore that and then you go in and then you go down. And I felt the calf. I felt the baby calf inside the mum. Oh. It was so amazing. I felt its little hoof. Oh, so, it was pretty amazing. Anyway, the 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 calf, the calf. Please, um, please don't add that to your resume. <laughs> I no, don't. No, I'm going to take you back a little bit because was it um was it this single mum's dad that actually had to get in there first and clear out the cow for oh, you? Oh yeah, he had to no, clear don't it out. About so the he. Details. Our audience is keen to know. <laughs> yeah. So. He got in first and got out all the extra poo. So usually when they preg test, they get them in the in the pens the night before to, and hopefully that gets all the poo out. But this, this cow was being lazy, so he had to get it all out. But that was good. It cleared my path. Um, <laughs> <laughs> made it a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> and you get a big um, laugh. Also to the palsy. Yeah, because it's they a bumper. Yeah, yeah, and they, they sort they of um, it, they hate it. no, they enjoy it, and and they sort of push back more on you because, <laughs> and so you kind of you kind of getting like pushed back on. 
Excellent. We love that. Right, but but so the little calf was born, and um, because and because I made this this two weeks on the farm wasn't just about everything we learned and the help that we gave, but we created this lifelong friendship that, um, and that's one of the biggest things about the travel we're doing. We're creating these amazing friendships and it's with these people that we just wouldn't have met if we weren't on the road. Um, so yeah. we called uh, the calf Amity, which is French for Amity, which is French for friendship. <laughs> really cute. I came out with it because I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, check out Claire's Facebook for her um, whole glove situation <laughs> going or don't, on. Or, or, or don't. don't. Maybe we can just put it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, Andy made a video. He videoed the whole. He videoed the whole thing. Mm. Oh, awesome! Yeah, no, I, I saw the video. <laughs> but this little calf, like what she's talking about, when she's saying, "I felt it too." This thing is the size of a pony. Like it's huge. <laughs> Yeah, it's not yeah. like It's like massive thing. So yeah. yeah. Now, when we first didn't didn't the cow have the calf like only a few days later? Um, no. So it was it was a week and a half. Yeah, a week okay, and a half. So, and still I, size. so when they said, "How long do you think she has?" and I'm like, mm, "Probably two weeks," and I was right. <laughs> because wow. if they're about to give birth, um, the calf if you get its mouth, can suck on your finger inside. Oh. But that didn't happen, so I knew it was probably a few weeks. I was hoping it would what? suck on my finger. What? Yeah, because I've said to yeah. her, be careful when you put hand in there, because it might suck on your finger while it's still in the womb. Yeah. No, it's, it's insane. Like, insanely cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. so how does the cow get birth through the butt? No, but that's just okay. the best way to feel for it. So it's like sucking through the center is it the sack the word yeah so you the best way to feel it is you go in that way and then you gotta you gotta go down it's a very weird sensation okay i'm not gonna add it to my list but i'm glad you that you've experienced it, it for us no i'm glad that you've experienced it for us then we now don't have to because we can live through you so thank you claire i really appreciate and we're not living vicariously <laughs> through you just just noting the content there but and I only see, wearing seriously, what? nobody would ever do this, had not. Like, you would never have this really? experience. If you weren't doing this trip, like, so few people would, would have that really cool experience. It's not a red balloon experience, you could just... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You should suggest that. Maybe you yeah, should. I'm breakfast to go. It was really cool. And I learned how to, so the, all the water tanks had leaked and there was no water in them. So I learned how to, I had to hook up the tanks and repair those and like I just like it was so good I, I was so dirty I I barely showered and I was sliced so up from Montana I looked a mess it was so much fun <laughs> how did you um how did you repair the water tanks like blue tack and flag blue or what did you use no I chewed gum I chewed gum <laughs> and then you just wrap it around <laughs> Uh -huh. No, we had to get new fittings and stuff. I thought she was 100% serious. I didn't get a dodgy like, job. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I believed you just said. I was like, I've got gum right down. You need it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you milk cows as everyone well. Says I, I, everyone says I, I smile too much, so no one can take me serious. But I could do serious. <laughs> I went with it. I didn't believe anything to say, Claire. I don't believe anything she said. I just go with it, I'm like, that's very, I love it. <laughs>
that's that as well. And you want to actually taste like pure milk, like unpasteurized. Oh yeah, that's what we were drinking for two weeks. So you uh, just straight from the cow. It's probably why I put on about four kilos because it's just all cream. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the coffee's Sorry. Oh, it is so delicious. Pure, you know, milk. There's no anything. It hasn't gone through any process. And then we made ice cream from it, you know, cream, yogurt. Oh, it was so good. So good. But now I've had to go back to normal milk. It's a bit, bit disappointing. It'd be like going from normal milk to almond. Yeah, right? <laughs> And I'm a, like, I love good, full-strength, fatty milk. Like, I'm just a give-me-the-proper-stuff kind of girl. Yeah. What other cool stuff can you tell us? Like, what else have you been doing other than sticking your hand up a cow's bottom and checking if it's pregnant? Like, what else is there? <laughs> um, so we've gone to do, like, amazing bushwalks, but... I think the biggest thing is the people we meet, you know, and the stories we hear. You don't think about a lot of the time other people's lives and the stories of how people have gotten to where they are. And it's just amazing. Like we then went and stayed on um, a guy's farm and he is the biggest custard apple grower in Australia. So then we just had days of custard apples and taipans um, love to live around custard apple trees. So you can't walk through custard apple trees without a stick because they curl up under the custard apple trees and then they'll jump out at you. Luckily, I didn't. I love that. It's super exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's all of our audience out there, you should totally do this. Um, another yeah. oh, another you should. awesome red balloon idea, you know, add it, yeah. go walk through the custard field with a with custard stick. apple yeah. stick. $150 for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had this chair. Like a, red I, like a really good one with like cool experiences <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did have this chair that I have gotten rid of though because it kept attracting all these animals like it attracted chickens and mice and, and I just decided in the end that I Oh I like and all those bugs were on it too? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like, Spitfire, like, Spitfire. Spitfire caterpillars <laughs> and they, yeah, because they spit a gross brown sticky substance from their bum and awesome. then it, it stained my chair and you can't get it off. So the, the chair went all brown but the good thing is is it smells like eucalyptus so at least it wasn't you know i mean it could have been worse oh, totally, totally offensive yeah <laughs> okay. so what else have you been doing I think there's a real business idea in some of those. Yeah, um, we can start our own market for sure. Think so. Well, yeah. you know, at the end, what we'd we'd love for Invisible Injuries is to get a fleet of caravans so that young veterans and their families are able to go out and experience some life on the road and travel Australia as well. I think it's a really good way for people and families to connect. And a lot of the time, we don't have reception, and so you you start to forget about all that outside world noise and actually just be able to relax and enjoy each other and and there's obviously like with everything there's there's hard things you know sometimes you don't get to shower for a week or two um you're all confined in one spot if there's no reception there's no tv um or internet 
but it's really magical and um, I think for mental health I think it's a, it would be a really amazing thing so one day we'll have a fleet of caravans so that other young veterans families will be able to travel the same path we have maybe you can go to Claire next time yeah, yeah. Um, do you think I can take my nest straight <laughs> <laughs> well if you're off the grid and there's not a lot of power, but see, I still manage to maintain. Like I'm maintaining. I'm gonna okay. take a rain to check on that and let me have a think about that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you reckon you'll ever be able to go back to like normal life, like a normal job and a normal yeah. No, but you know what? I'm going to be honest. I never was good at normal life anyway. <laughs> I don't think I was born for normal. I was born for adventure and doing things just slightly left of centre. So this really fits me. And I'm like, I'm not someone who's, I'm not scared to do anything. So, you know, like stick my hand up a cow's bum. I'm, maybe I'll milk a snake. <laughs> That'd be fun. Custard bum. Custard apple <laughs> There's plenty there. The, adventure. the, apples. the adventures of Claire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm sure we'll there'll be many. Later. Try and keep yourself alive. Um, please don't milk the snake. Um, and <laughs> I, I'd like to catch up with you again. Yeah, pretty soon because you've got too many fun things. Um, do we call them fun things? Decent experiences. <laughs> Well, one advice is get out there and try things you don't usually do. I think that's, you know, we live once as ourselves, maybe. I don't know. It depends what you believe in. <laughs> but <laughs> just go out there and do something that's completely out of your comfort zone. It's really good. Ah, for sure. <laughs> Ciao, girls! <laughs>